and welcome to Parents on Disney, a travel podcast for parents by parents. My name is Catherine, and I'm the mother of a three-year-old boy. And my name is Lucy, and I'm the mother of a five-year-old and two-year-old. Almost three-year-old. That's true. I know. Yeah. And then mildly four, not too long after that. Yeah. But the time is just flying by. Yes. There's a little chill in the air. Yeah, finally. A little cool in the morning when you wake up. I know, a little reprieve. I've been dropping the kids off at school and going back and sitting on my back porch with my coffee. Got to put a sweatshirt on in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what to do now because it's like sweatshirt in the morning, well, shorts in the afternoon. Yeah, typical. Yeah, ready typical. for it to be just, just like one temperature. Yep. Though I did see this weekend, Saturday, high of 67. Yes. I'm Which for us here in the South is oh, cold. <laughs> that's, yeah, but I'll take it. Yeah, no, I, I I think it's also supposed to rain, so not real heavy about that, but. I don't know. I, mean, I could take a, a rainy, cold, snuggle day, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would do that. My son is not going to do that for too long. <laughs> well, no. No. We'll be at your house if that's the case. Yeah, come over. Maybe we can have a, a, a Disney movie party. Well, the last time we tried to have a Disney movie party, well, it lasted about 20 minutes, and then they were... They were all over the place, but, you know, they were contained at least. I'm excited. When it starts to get cold, then it's like, okay, holiday season yep is coming is approaching the first day of fall is this saturday mm-hmm. as we're recording this and then after that it's a straight shot to halloween yippee thanksgiving christmas christmas and all the other winter holidays so yes the holiday season is here it's, it's begun opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well it certainly is on your front porch with your yes. decorations yes my husband i had to restrain him from decorating for halloween until after labor day because he was ready last week of august he loves the spooky season he loves to put all that stuff up but even earlier than him is Disney Halloween. Yes. <laughs> they yeah. start Halloween. It's begun. Early August. Yes. It, it feels like every year it gets a little bit earlier. Earlier like, and earlier. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be 4th of July. It's going to be. And then the Halloween parties are going to start. Yeah. It's it's going to be not Christmas in July. It'll be <laughs> Halloween in July. It's, it's starting to feel that way. Well, when we were there in August... Pumpkins. They already had in the Magic Kingdom the pumpkins on the light posts. They had the fall bunting up on the buildings. They had, when you first come in, the scarecrow display. Fall had already fallen and it was 97 degrees. (laughs) You can only imagine (laughs) that it's, you know, cool, crisp. Well, the other thing that also started while we were there, which we did not do, but the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party started. Mm-hmm. In August, on August 11th was the first one. Okay. I cannot imagine putting a Halloween costume on August 11th, going outside, walking around the Magic Kingdom. Ooh. I couldn't do it. I know you a lot of people to, did because the first night sells out every year. It has to be one of those out. t-shirts that says, this is my, <laughs> this this is my, is my costume. costume. Yeah, yeah, or you'd have to pick something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm... Uh, a guy at the beach. <laughs> yeah. In my Hawaiian shirt. That would be. Yeah. Well, but, you know, if you're there, it's fun. So if that's the time you can go, you know, kids are still out of school and stuff. You can't really take them. Halloween yeah. time. Maybe it's worth it. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight is 
What is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party? What happens? Is it something that you want to think about doing? I will say, when I was doing my research for this episode, if you want to go this year, you're probably out of luck, because I yep. think there's like three dates that are not sold out at oh, this I'm point. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm we sure. Are, we're recording this third week of September. By the time this gets released, we'll be in October. And they'll all be sold out oh, by I the time this comes it. out. So I guarantee it. Think about for next year, if you are going to be in Walt Disney World in the Halloween Disney season, maybe you want to go. So this year, the dates were, like I said, August 11th was the first one. The last one will be on November 1st, which I think is pretty typical mm-hmm. that they have the last one the day after Halloween. The first day really just depends. Kind of changes, yeah. Right, on yeah. on when the days fall because they as far as the schedule of when the parties are when it first starts it's only mm-hmm. two days a week three days a week and then in the lead right. up to Halloween it, it gets to the point where mm-hmm. it's most days of the week right. so every night you sit out. early on in the schedule it starts at Tuesdays and Fridays mm-hmm. then they add Thursday and Sunday in there there are two Mondays on the calendar this year, Labor Day and Columbus Day, which I guess they figure people are there for the holiday, yeah. so they try to throw you a bone. And then... No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and then the day after Halloween this year is a Wednesday, so that is the one Wednesday that they have this year. You really have a lot of options. There's a lot of dates. You can probably fit it into your trip if you want right. to do it. Now, the prices do change, so... Mm-hmm. As one would expect, the Halloween parties on the weekends are more expensive and the ones during the week are less expensive. The ones earlier in the season are less expensive. The ones later in the season, the week of Halloween, are, are the most expensive. So right now, the low end, so if you were to go in August, you would have paid a low of $109 per adult and $99 per child. So, if you remember, at Disney, once you turn 10, you're an adult. Yep. So, your kids, 10 and up, $109, ages 3 to 9, $99, under 3. Bring them for free if you if you want to. Uh, and then it goes up to a high of $199 for adults, $189 for kids. And those are during the last three nights of the party, which includes Halloween. So, I mean, it's a really a range. It's almost double. Yeah. Compared to yeah. the least and the most expensive day. Right. But I understand that more people want to go Halloween week probably than want to go in August. In the middle of August. <laughs> so I, I get it. Uh, if you're lucky enough to be an annual pass holder or a Disney Vacation Club member, there is a discount of $10 on select nights. Okay. So something to keep in something. mind if you fall into one of those categories. So you decided you're going to the party, you picked your day. What happens when you get there? The parties themselves run from 7 p.m. until midnight. I think this has been pretty well established throughout the years. I think this is typically how they do it. Dates may change, prices may change, but the hours pretty standard, are pretty consistent. Yeah. You can get into the Magic Kingdom starting at 4 p.m., so you mm-hmm. don't need to have a park ticket for that day. Your party ticket will get you into the Magic Kingdom at 4 p.m. The party itself runs from 7 p.m. until midnight. What happens is... Typically, the Magic Kingdom, when they have one of these party nights, will close at 6. Right. Then they have an hour to clear out all the day guests. If you are a party guest, you get a wristband. So then they can see at a glance, okay, you have a party ticket, you're supposed to be here. Right. And they will check you. 
throughout the night. Come around if you're sitting, they want to, you got your wristband, they'll check you. Because if you didn't pay, they want you to get out. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so they give that, <laughs> they give that hour grace period for everybody to leave. And then at seven o'clock is when they start the party stuff. I will say I have been once mm-hmm. in 2018, so five years ago. We were there, it was the night before Halloween, and a lot of the stuff is the same, some of the stuff is different. Cannot speak to exactly what it's like now, but just keep that in mind. <laughs> Any opinions are going to be based on what it was what like five years ago. Right. I think people have a few different camps that they fall into when they decide to go to one of these parties. Mm-hmm. For me, I was there for the party-specific things. What are the things that are only available during the party? Right. Other people, I think, especially if they've been to this party in the past and have maybe experienced a lot of the party-specific stuff, look at it as it's lower capacity than it is during the day. So I can go and get on a bunch of rides Mm -hmm. and... You know, maybe I see a show and maybe there's a, a specialty snack that wasn't here last year and I try that. But I'm not going to sit through the same Castle Stage show that I've seen before and I'm not going to do the trick-or-treat trails. I'm just going to focus on rides. I think there's lots of people that focus on characters because there are a lot of character special, special right. character opportunities. I don't know that you can do all of it in no. the five-hour period. So I think if you are going to do the party, you have to decide what the priorities are. So like I said, for me, I wanted to do the things that were specific to the party. First thing that was on my priority list was rides that had special party. I don't know if overlay is really the right word because I think overlay, when I think of an overlay, I think of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland where they do the Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. Where right. they actually go and they put Jack in and all this stuff. And the Haunted Mansion is closed for an extended period while they go in and put all this stuff. The party overlays are more basic because they it has to be something that they can switch between the daytime right. and then the party. What they have this year, and they had these things in 2018 when I did it. Space Mountain is fully dark, so no light in Space Mountain, and they do a spooky soundtrack. Mm. They do special theme lighting at the Mad Tea Party, the tea cups. Okay. We actually went on the tea cups when we went to the party, which I don't usually go on them because I'm not a big spinning (laughs) ride person, but... We said, oh, it's a special theme lighting, so we're going to do it. And I think it was like, I don't know, orange and purple and green lights. Okay. And Alice, the Mad Hatter, and the Queen of Hearts, I think, were out having a, a meet and greet. You can see Alice in the UK and Epcot, but the Mad Hatter and the Queen of Hearts, I think, are more They're, yeah, rare. The Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, they have Halloween-themed jokes and show okay. that they did. One thing that was there in 2018, which they have now discontinued, but sort of brought back in a different form, is they had actual people in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Like oh, pirates okay. in the queue, like when you are going through the queue in the dungeon, uh-huh. in the dungeon cells, like, let me out! And then, like, on the actual ride, it's not only Halloween right. theme. Like, why put these people in here? I don't feel like it's really adding to uh-huh. the ride. So what they're doing this year is instead of having them in the ride, they're going to be roaming bands of pirates in Adventureland. Huh. Interesting. I, I don't know. 
one thing that's not special for the party, but I think probably a lot of people will be excited about this year is Tron will be open. So not all of the rides are open during the parties, Mm -hmm. but Tron will be open and they're doing the whole virtual queue thing. You can get in the virtual queue starting at six o'clock. So I think that is probably something that a lot of people... I can't get on Tron. I can't get on it. Nor, right. Yeah, during the day during when the, the day. park's full, so, but... This is my opportunity, yeah, yeah, to finally ride it, yeah. Though, I do have to say, when they market these parties, one of the selling points is always lower crowds and all this stuff. Yes, but if you think that you're going to just walk onto every ride... No. Probably <laughs> not. When we did it... We did get to go on Seven Dwarves Mine Train with like a 10 minute wait. You can get lucky, but standing in the hub, getting ready for the fireworks, it did not feel like it was less crowded. (laughs) Or the parade, trying to get a spot for the parade, it felt plenty crowded. So I guess it just depends on where people are. So Mm -hmm. earlier in the party, if people are spread out more, it feels less crowded. But if everybody's you know, in front of the castle, getting ready to watch the fireworks, it's going right. to feel crowded. So just be prepared that other people will be there. <laughs> talking about the fireworks and the parades, so there are some party-specific entertainment options. So the Castle Stage Show, the show that happens on the stage at the front of the castle, so like mm-hmm. right there, is the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, which... Pretty sure it was five years ago when we went. Um, <laughs> I really don't remember a whole lot about it other than it's the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Right. They are the hosts the of the main, show. Right. And they bring different villains out. And it was cute. I was glad that we watched it. We had this great plan that we were going to watch that and then run over to get a spot for the parade. Watch the parade that started right after. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do that, I would already be on the sidewalk or on like Main Street USA and not in the middle of the hub and then have to fight your way out to try to get to the sidewalks where the people are already lined up for the Uh parade to start. So that was a little stressful, but we did manage to get a good spot for the parade. So that is another thing, the Boo to You Halloween Parade, which again has been running for years now. The one thing that really stands out to me about that parade is the Headless Horseman. Oh. Riding down the road on That's a horse, cool, right? With no head, very cool, very spooky. They run the parades twice a night, so usually the advice that you hear is that if you can stick it out for the second parade, then try to do that because parents are there with younger kids; mm. they want to okay. get back, right? So twice a night, like I said, nine fifteen. And 11.15. Wow. We we did do the second parade. I couldn't tell you how it compared to the first parade because we didn't see the first parade, but mm-hmm. I still think it felt crowded. Mm-hmm. So if you're there with your kids and you don't think they're going to last until 11.15, Ugh. you'll be fine watching the first parade. In between the parades, they have the not-so-spooky spectacular, which is the fireworks show on the castle mm-hmm. and everything. And this is new this year, or at least it's new since 2018. Okay. In 2018, I can't remember the name of it, but it was Minnie's something firework show. Mm. So it has been updated since then. 
they do have a dessert party options for this. Ooh, so okay. a party within the party. <laughs> <laughs> if you are wanting to get premium firework seating and little desserts to snack on, there's two different viewing locations for the parties. I've never done one of those before. They've always seemed overpriced to me. Mm-hmm. You've already paid, if you're there Halloween week, Phew. 200 bucks a person. Right. I think you can find a, a firework spot on your own just fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know that a dessert party is necessary, but it's available to you if you wish. Yeah. I mean, I guess if that's your thing, dessert, if you're big. But the desserts, I feel like, are always seem to be very underwhelming. S- take the money you would spend on a dessert party package and just go and buy snacks yeah. in the party. Well, I think you're gonna merchandise. Get... I would rather buy. Well, I would too. But if you're something... if you're a snacker, yeah, if that's what you're into. Take right. that take that money and just go spend it in the park. Don't. I wouldn't mess with the dessert party. Two other entertainment options, not as exciting as fireworks or castle show or parade, but they do have a cosmic rays, the Disney Junior Jam. So this is Ooh, dance party with the Disney right. Junior characters. If you're there with little ones, and they have. At multiple times throughout the night, the Cadaver Dance doing performances. Okay. So the Dabber Dance right. are the singers that you will see in the right. daytime in their little striped outfits stripe and their outfit, little straw hats. Straw hats, yeah. And then for a Halloween party, they become the Cadaver Dance and they're in zombie makeup oh, and sand themed right. songs. Other things to keep in mind, we talked about there is party exclusive food and merchandise talked about prioritizing what you're going to do when, mm-hmm. when we went we looked at the food and we figured out okay i want to ha- i had like a it's like hades buffalo chicken nachos or something at pecos bill hmm. and then my sister got um it was a jack skellington themed wasn't a cake pop like a push pop with like cake oh, and icing layers and different layers uh-huh. uh-huh and that was at i think sleepy hollow and Feeling there was a couple other things that we did, but we had made our list and kind of figured out how we were going to go around and, and eat. We didn't really do any shopping, but they will have, I think primarily in the Emporium is the big one where they'll have, if you want a party shirt or hat or you know, different things. And then every year you hear about the first night <laughs> there was a fight broke out or something because oh, somebody took all the shirts. And, right. Well, <sighs> don't buy more than you need is all I'll say about that. If you want to get something for yourself, for a friend, I don't have anything against people who collect stuff. That's the criticism you'll see sometimes is like, you know, why does an adult need a popcorn bucket or whatever? <laughs> you know, that's stuff. Leave that stuff for the kids. If you are a collector of something, by, by all means, means, sure. Follow your heart. But you don't need 20 of... <laughs> well, don't buy them to resell and no. jack up the price. No. And I know that Disney does try to crack down on that and limit. You can only buy two of each thing. Right. Right. But that was just something I've been thinking about. Don't don't be that person. Don't be that person. No. It just, it just ruins things for people. I understand that there are people who are really passionate about certain merchandise things. Really want that spirit jersey or that pin or whatever it is. And so they rush to the Emporium at the beginning of the night so they can make sure they get it. If you're not a diehard fan of a particular merchandise type, 
I would give it a couple hours. Right. Wait. Go and do some other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then come and back, back and shop. And maybe the thing that you really wanted is not there. But if you find something else, yeah. be just as happy. And, and then you had a calm and enjoyable shopping experience. Right. You're not having to, to rush and, and hold on to it the rest of the night. And Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know. you know, taking them all the rides. Right. Well, another thing that gets pretty crazy lines at these parties is some of the character meet and Oh, I'm sure. Because like you said, there are some characters that are rare. Very rare. So yeah. like Jack and Sally you from My Never Before Christmas. Are they ever out otherwise? I don't think so. Uh, they're at the Christmas party. Yeah, but, but like, that's they're it. They're only at the parties, so it can be a couple hours wait to oh, see them. Yeah. Uh, when I was looking last night doing my research on this and seeing like, hey, who's who's there this year? Some interesting ones that I saw. So they've got Halloween costumes for Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. So those are adorable. Mm-hmm. Also in his Halloween costume is Stitch. And he's dressed up as Elvis. <laughs> and he's very cute. He's very cute. Oh, man. I wish I could see that. I think that can get some long lines. Another one that I saw that I thought was really interesting, they have Aladdin and Abu, the monkey. The Abu costume was a little creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, maybe I need to look this look up, it up now. So they have Aladdin and Abu, and they switch off with Jasmine and the genie. Well, that's interesting. I just thought that was cool. So you can see Aladdin and Jasmine during the day. Right. But the genie, genie. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Like I said, the Queen of Hearts and Alice and the Mad Hatter over at, at, the, at the teacups. Jafar, also from Aladdin. Ooh. They have, I think they try to have more villains out right. during during the wow. Halloween party. Makes more sense. The Seven Dwarfs, all seven of them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you are a character meter and greeter, you get your autograph book. There might be some autographs you can get. Ones that you can't get other times. So might be worth it to you to stand in some long lines. Last thing I wanted to talk about as far as the party is the trick-or-treating. That's a Halloween party. Wear your costume. This is the, the one special time, time of you can, year yep. when adults can wear adults, costumes to right. the parks. They do have some rules for safety reasons. Yes. They don't want you to be bringing in your sword or mask. your full face mask right. where you can't see. So be just check before you go and make <laughs> sure that your costume is appropriate for the party. And you can trick or treat in your costume. How cool is that? It, to be able to say you trick-or-treated. They give you, at least in 2018 they did. I can't speak for how it's been going this year. But we got so much candy. Oh, I've seen photos. <laughs> I've seen photos of people that have laid their candy out on their resort bed. Mm-hmm. And just, whew. I would suggest if you have room in your luggage, bring some sort of tote bag or <laughs> whatever your usual Halloween your pillowcase. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean if you got a big bucket, um, because they just the way that it works is they have trick or treat trails in different locations throughout the park. You go in to the trail, so it might be I'm thinking one of them was outside of Ariel's grotto there. It was kinda of like loop around and I got the trail. And they have signs up and you'll know when you get to one when you get to the cast members who are actually giving out the candy they have 
I mean, the best thing that's coming to mind is garbage bins. <laughs> right. They're like barrels. Barrels. Right? Yeah, yeah, barrels. Kind of like the barrels you put your glasses in after you go like to the Muppet right. Show or something. Right. Big barrels full of candy. And they are trying to get rid of all this candy. So they are going in two hands, scooping up candy out of this barrel and pouring it all into your bag. Wow. When you check in, if you're already there, so you've been at the Magic Kingdom all day, you go to a table, essentially, and they have a couple different locations throughout the park. You go to the table, and they give you your wristband, and they give you a little plastic bag. If you are not at the Magic Kingdom and you're coming in for the party, they will funnel you. There's two different paths that they'll send you through when you first get into the park, like go through security and get into the park. Again, this is how it worked in 2018. I assume they're doing something similar now. They sort of funnel you through, and then same thing. You get the wristband, and you get a little plastic bag, which I would say is the exact size and material of the little plastic bag they give you at the dentist, where they put in your toothbrush (laughs) and your little travel-sized toothpaste they give you. I mean, it's a small bag. Right. So basically, you go to the first trick-or-treat trail, and your bag is full. And then after that, you go, well... I hope you have your backpack or something. But when we did it, I don't think we did all of the trick-or-treat trails. We maybe did, I don't know, two-thirds of them. But it got to the point where we just said, we just have so much candy. Too much. I just what can't, are you going to do I with all of it? I can't carry any more candy. Yeah, and then your kids are going to go, I don't want to trick-or-treat anywhere but <laughs> Disney World. So... <laughs> Or we were there for Halloween, so we weren't at home giving mm-hmm. out candy. But if you go before Halloween, maybe you can, you know, just dump it back in your candy bucket and <laughs> get it back out. <laughs> Free? You don't have to buy that 300-piece bag right. of candy. Yeah. you already got it. Yeah. And it, in my memory, it was a lot of Snickers and M&Ms. Those were, like, the top two. Huh. That I maybe think we got, got out some, of that. Maybe they got some kind of thing, but well, it's sponsored. It's by Mars, I think. Well, because yeah, yeah. So it's true. So they probably yeah. But I just remember it being a lot of chocolate, which was not a problem. But now I have a question. Yeah. Do you recall pricing when you went? How much has it changed? <sighs> a is lot. That, is that a scary question? Yeah, a lot. Let me see if I can actually pull up the prices over time. Mickey's not so actually is scary. <laughs> Halloween party because the pricing from 2018. Well, let me tell you, if it had been $200 a person, we would not have been doing it. Okay, here we go. I found I found the prices from 2018. We went on October 30th, $119 for an adult. Okay. Yeah. Oof. So it's gone up 80 bucks in five years. Ouch. Yeah. I'm glad that we did it. And it was really cool that we were there when we were during Halloween. One of my all-time top five Disney memory moments is my sister and I, after the fireworks, we ran back to the Haunted Mansion, get on the Haunted Mansion, and we were coming off the Haunted Mansion as the clock struck midnight and it became Halloween. And they had this like fog going out into the streets. And it was midnight, so the party was over, so people had started to to leave. So we were walking from the Haunted Mansion back up to the exit, and it was, like, very quiet, and it was very Halloween spooky. And it was just, like, the cherry on top. It was perfect. Oh, sweet sisterly moment there, it was It was very nice. We had a lot of fun. You know, (laughs) as adults, you don't get to do a whole lot of fun stuff with your sister all the time. So it (laughs) it was nice, but... I 
would not pay the $200. As somebody who has been, and as we've been going through and looking at all this stuff, and I've been saying, yeah, that was there in 2018, that was there in 2018. There's not much. It hasn't changed enough for me to say it's worth it to me to pay $200 to go. The 109 in August, that price is, is, I think, worth it, other than August. go in August. Right. It's August, and... (laughs) You know, I know there's people out there that are like, oh, it's August. I'm already in the mindset of Halloween, mm-hmm. but I'm not one of those people. I am that person with Christmas, however. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll, that'll be another episode where we talk about well, yeah, Christmas parties. But I think it would be hard for me to be there in August and be sweating. and In the spirit. In the spirit of... Mm-hmm. Halloween. But for the price, you know, if you wanted to experience it, I guess. I think if I were trying to go and I had my choice of when I could go, I would aim for before the end of September. The first night was $149 because the first night always sells out. Mm-hmm. They know. So then the rest of August, 109 Okay. So September, the first through the 17th, 119. September 19th through the 29th, 149. Okay. October 1st, 149. Then October 3rd and 5th, 169. October 6th, so a Friday, 189. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, 169. Friday, Sunday. So it back okay. and forth in October between 169 and 189, depending on the day of the okay. week. And then October 29th, 31st, and November 1st, 199. The sweet spot would be that September 15th, 17th in there, because it's 120 for adults, well, 119 for adults, mm-hmm. 109 for kids. By that point, I'm ready to start that Halloween stuff, because then it jumps up by 30 bucks. I don't know. I would like to experience it, mm-hmm. because we didn't preface that. I have not done Halloween party or Christmas party, mm-hmm. but when I think about, I mean, that's over four hundred dollars, five hundred bucks, maybe. You know, well, you have to think with taxes. Well, I don't know. It's the hard. Way, the way I would look at it, you get eight hours because you can get in at four and you can be there until yeah, midnight. That is true. A one day park ticket can be more than that. More than some that, of these cheap yeah. ones, and you might be there a, a couple hours longer. But yeah. with this, you're getting special, right? Right. You know. Food and merchandise and fireworks right. and parade and the trick-or-treat. So, I think my main thing with the age of my kids yes. now, like you said, another episode is going to be Christmas party discussion. But with our first trip with them, I teetered on do we do Christmas party because mm-hmm. it was going to be an option when we were there. I just kept coming back to, I just don't think she would... <laughs> last mm. like even if we hadn't gone to the park all day and you didn't show up until four or five or whatever i think nine o'clock would hit and she would be getting sleepy and, and you know my son would definitely oh he, yeah yeah so that i mean that that was something we thought about was like oh well one of us will go yeah but then it sucks because then the only one gets to go and you're right. like uh and then there's the cost, and it's not cheap, obviously. And so I was like, ah, yeah, I'm you know, spending the money, and then she wants to leave at nine o'clock, you know? 
I remember when we did it in front of us. I don't remember if it was before we saw the castle stage show or the fireworks, but we were, you know, there in front of the castle, and there was a mom with her daughter who was probably four or five, maybe, mm-hmm. in a bell dress with her hair all messed up. And she's in the stroller, and she's just, she's just done. She's just so done, and she's crying, and the mom's like, ah. I just have this one more thing, and then we can go. And yeah. Like, Okay, I mean, I, I understand that you paid for this and you want to see the fireworks or whatever it was, but I would say, I don't know, seven, eight. Right. I mean, you know your kid, if they can stay up, if they can hang, yeah. but you definitely then are going to want to plan not to be getting up at the crack of dawn the next right. day. And that day of the party... What we did and worked out well for us is we went to the pool, we relaxed, we got ready and dressed and went to the park and then we were there at four and had a good time. So I, right. I would say if you can buffer it on both ends with mm. more of a relaxing day, right. you probably will get a better experience out of it. Might be something to do depending on what your traveling situation is. Maybe you do it. On the first day when you get there, if you can get there with enough time to not mm-hmm. rush and you don't have to, you know, you're not coming from overseas or anything where you're going to be on right. a plane for hours and hours, maybe that could work out. Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. When we went to the Christmas party, which again we'll talk about um, in a different episode, but when we went and we were on the bus, there was a mom there with her two-year-old going. And she was having trouble with her stroller, so my husband was helping her with her stroller. She said, oh, thank you. My husband's at home with they had seven kids. Woo! This was the youngest. She said, my, my husband's at home. We have seven. He's at home with the older one. And we're just having, like, special mommy-daughter thing. And I'm thinking, oh, lady, I left my two-year-old with my parents. <laughs> I nearly got one. <laughs> yeah, well, and he, I was not yeah. him to this. No. I think... It's going to sound bad. I think we had more fun because we didn't have to worry about, right. is he about to right. melt down and we have to get back and we could just go and just do, do whatever do and right. not worry about that. Well, I think that's probably the, a big appeal for a lot of people is that they probably don't. I mean, there's probably plenty of people that take their kids, but I'm sure there's lots of people with younger kids that the parties are for mommy and daddy. Yes. <laughs> to go and because, you know, you can go in and just hit ride after ride after ride if that's what you want to do mm-hmm. or eat all the things or, you know, whatever. And you, like you said, you don't have to, it sounds bad, but you don't have to go, oh, what do they really want to go and do? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, and you can just go, 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 go. And, and I think it and last longer. I think it helped because we had so again, this is Christmas party, but same could be said for Halloween party. Because we had that extra time in the Magic Kingdom, we could do Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, for example. Mm-hmm. We couldn't we can't take our son on. Right. And we didn't really want to we didn't really have time for it in the daytime, but we could knock that out at the right. party ten minutes walk on right. type of deal. So the thought that's coming to my mind is like when they're nine. When you can still get that kid's ticket, but they're still, they're probably old enough to stay up. To stay up. Right. But they are still wanting to trick or treat and wear the uh, costume and everything. That's true. That, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe eight, but 
certainly by nine, I think most kids could, could hack it. Well, maybe that's the goal for me. Okay. I need to, <laughs> need to aim for. <laughs> no, it, the kid's ticket is only $10 cheaper than the adult's ticket. Well, which that is to true. me is almost insulting. I like, think it is. Yeah. They, why? Mm, yeah. yeah. They need to shave off a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, overall though, if you're, if you're just, deciding for yourself is this worth it to me or not so i think i think we've established younger for younger kids probably not even at the cheaper price points right i would just wait if you're an adult who's going without kids and you're trying to decide if it's worth it to you or not if you've never done it before and you are a disney fan i would say that you should do it because it's a new disney experience Mm -hmm. something you haven't done see some different things but I don't know that it's something that really has a lot of repeat value to me mm-hmm. because it really isn't changing very much year right. after year. And the price has just gotten so out of control. Right. I would rather take that money and add an extra day. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, that that's, that's an extra day. And there is stuff going on in the daytime, seasonal treats and we were talking about the decorations right. and yeah i mean you definitely get when you're there for christmas or halloween you're you're gonna get some kind of experience right unlike just being there any other time the nice thing that would have been nice for me is to have had a family member that could have <laughs> hung back yes <laughs> but it didn't work out that way I think if I could do that, I would like to go and at least say I've done it. Yes, I think you know. I think every Disney fan <clears throat> should try to go once, and then after you've gone your one time, you can make the call for yourself if yeah, it's something that you want to do. I like Halloween. I wouldn't say Halloween is my favorite holiday. I know there are people who love Halloween. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure there are people out there who go to the party every year, and it's a tradition for them, and that's how they know that Halloween has started. But Mm -hmm. there isn't anything, to me, personally, that takes place at the Halloween party that makes me say, I need to do it again so I can do X, Y, Z. It was all fun. I'm glad that I saw it all and did it all. But there isn't anything that's really bringing me back again. Right, and now the prices have increased so much. Right, and yeah. What, what, what are we getting out of that? Right, yeah. It, it really, for the price that they're charging, they would really have to be doing something. I don't, I don't even know what that would be that would make it worth it to me. I, I don't know if there's anything that would make it worth it to me to pay $200. Yeah, I think, yeah, I couldn't really think of anything that would be really worth it, but I would be swayed more if there was something a few extra different things yeah you know? I, I keep coming back in my head to comparing the the party ticket price to a day ticket well that's true too yeah so if you are only going for a day and you or your choices are i can pay for a one-day park ticket or i can pay for a party ticket in that situation if you're somebody who has already been to the parks, maybe doing the Halloween party mm-hmm. is worth it because the price is going to be pretty close. Right. And it's something different, you know, unique experience. Right. But 
if you are planning a trip where you're going to be there for a week and you're doing the calculation between do I get a six-day ticket plus a party ticket for day seven or do I get a seven-day ticket? By the time that you're looking at the difference between a six-day ticket and a seven-day ticket, the difference is what, like 25 bucks? Yeah, something like that. 20 bucks or something, I think. So then as far as a purely monetary decision, then it doesn't make sense to pick a no. party ticket over, over an extra day an in extra park. park day, yeah. So yeah. If, if that's the calculation you're doing and that's what's important to you, then the, the party does not make sense from a financial mm-hmm. standpoint. Well, I'd like to hear from somebody that goes every year. I'm sure they're out there. And I'm sure they've got great costumes <laughs> that they plan for months. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I know that's a big thing with fan bases. I don't get to wear a costume as an adult. Mm-hmm. This is my time to shine. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I can get that to some extent, but I'd be curious to talk to somebody that is ready with the click of the mouse to buy their ticket every single year. Like, this is their Halloween event. Mm-hmm. Why do you go back? Why do you keep coming back to it? Right, right. You know? Yeah, well, I'm thinking about this is going a little bit off topic, but at Universal Studios, they do Halloween Horror Nights. Right. Which is not something you and I have any interest in. No. Because we are not horror fans. No. We're wimps. But <laughs> that comes up a lot of times in the discussion of if you're going to be in Orlando in the Halloween season and you've got the option to pick between Mickey's Mouse and Scary Halloween Party and Halloween Horror Nights, which is the better quote-unquote choice. Right. Obviously, if you're trying to take kids, you're not going to take them. You're not to, taking them to Halloween <laughs> Universal. If you are somebody who is looking for more of a scary Halloween experience, then that's the place. It's Mickey's not so scary, right? So, well, Universal is the place. Universal to go is where you far. go if you want to be scared. Right. But one of the things that Universal has over Disney in this is they change the houses every year. Right. They change they have different the scare teams. zones. And uh-huh. they, they will sometimes have things that they will recycle or do again, and stuff will go and then come back years later and that sort of thing. But there's always something different. Right. So if you are somebody who is a fan of that, there is always a reason for you to come back year after year. Mm-hmm. And Disney doesn't have that. Right. That's what I'm saying is that now price increase, what, what different things are we going to get? Right. Like, what? Well, yeah. What are you getting for your two hundred dollars that you weren't getting in twenty eighteen for one hundred twenty? Right. What is what is what is my eighty bucks getting me that I didn't get five years ago? Now they do change the food and the merchandise, but that is to me the bare, bare minimum. minimum. <laughs> right. Different ride overlays. Changed up the rides that they yeah are doing stuff with every year. Maybe more rotation of characters. Car- I was gonna say character rotation. More villain heavy. I mean, yeah. I think I think that would be really popular if they yeah. made it a villain's I party. Mean, well, Disneyland has the little stages where they have like Sid, Mother Gothel. Like they're out. Mm-hmm. They're not meet and greets per se, but they're the Sid one's pretty cool. He's got. It's made them look like kind of circusy, mm-hmm. and he's got different platforms, like the, the baby. You know, remember the baby yes, head? Yes. Like that's sitting on something. There's, a, I don't know, I I can't fully remember. And then like Mother Gothel has her little 
set up with the mirror and it's not a meet and greet per se, but like she's out there, she's talking. I mean, Sid is too, like, mm-hmm. it's like a photo op where you can, they, yeah, you know. they do have a lot more, yeah, I think decor there, yeah, yeah, which is they something that too. when we when we were there for Halloween week, we felt like the level of decoration was underwhelming, let's mm-hmm. say, because when you go for Christmas, if you're there at Christmas. They majorly decorate for Christmas. And for Halloween, in the Magic Kingdom, they got the pumpkins. I want to talk about the pumpkins, the fall bunting, the scarecrows. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty much it. Like, other parks really didn't have Halloween decorations at all. So maybe that would help if they just had more, I don't know, Halloween lighting or... Well, I think, like I was saying, I think it would be cool to have... I mean, they have a grand array of characters, meet and greets, but, yeah, I get some of these are like Ariel and Eric. Like, he's not... It's not Halloween. You know. Yeah, he's a, he's a rare character, but he's not Let's Halloween. have Mother Gothel and... Let's have Ursula. Ursula. I mean... I don't know if they can have Ursula, but... Yeah, villain. Uh, I think. I, mean, I think that would be popular. Make, it, to me, Stitch in his Halloween costume, Winnie the Pooh in their costumes, I think is really cute. I guess it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have like the princesses in costumes, but more of that mm-hmm. to me makes more sense. There's nothing against Eric. If I'm going, he for doesn't ha- make you want to go to the party. No, I mean, if I'm going for Halloween, you know, I want villains. I, I want to do villain meet and greets because mm-hmm. that's that's something that I can't just go into the park and do. Yeah. So it just doesn't make any sense to have all of these just generic characters right out there. You were talking about Disneyland, so Disneyland is Oogie Boogie Bash, right? right. So I think Disneyland has more of a villain slant, right? There's so they know how to do it. Right. Bring it over. Well, yeah. Like a lot of things sometimes mm-hmm. I see and I'm like, why did, why do we have that? Why this, they have a smaller park? <laughs> why? Well, like, maybe that's it. It's, they don't have as much to, well, to do. Well, that is true too. Yeah. That is very true too. But I just think I could justify paying the money more for that kind of stuff. Because when else are you going to see Corella DeVille? You know? you know, the one time I did see Corella DeVille was in Disneyland. Well, there you go. Not in a Halloween party all yeah, the time, it's not, but it's she not was there. That it's unlikely to see Corella DeVille. Oh, I think Disneyland in general but, has more variety of characters. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. they tend to get stuff that we don't get, I think. Uh-huh. Or they get stuff earlier. Yeah. And I get it to some extent, but I just... To take a Disney vacation is already expensive, as we all know. But to add... <laughs> you're looking at adding another mm-hmm. three, four, five hundred dollars Right. Yeah, I, I think if you're on the fence, what you have to do is calculate how much money are we talking about. Mm-hmm. What else could you do with it? Could you add another day? Right. If, okay, if you can add another day... Is it more valuable to you to get to experience this Halloween stuff, party-specific exclusive stuff, Mm -hmm. or add another day to your vacation? Right. Only you can make that calculus. Oh, yeah. If if you've got young kids, add the extra day. Mm -hmm. 
adding another day. Maybe you could take that means you could take a break day in the middle. Maybe that means you don't have to run around so much at the Magic Kingdom. You can break it up over a couple days. Right. You're going to get a lot more use out of having more daylight hours with younger kids. Yes. If your kids are older, maybe the calculation is different. Before we end, we just wanted to say thank you to all of our new followers this week. Yeah. Wow. You guys, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of our hearts, honestly. Thank you for following. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for participating in the polls. Yeah. The comments, all the love, that means the world to us. And just to see all the Disney fans out there connecting with each other on Facebook and Instagram. It's Parents on Disney on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. And you have not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. We certainly appreciate you listening, but subscribing helps us to know really how many people are actually listening. Right. And we are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio Podcasts. So if you are listening to us in one of those services, but you really prefer another one, we we are there. We are looking into expanding and getting onto some other services, too. Certainly we'll have updates about that. But it's been really exciting for us and really rewarding. So mm-hmm. we just we just wanted to thank everyone for that. And as always, if you have comments, questions, yeah, topics you want us to talk about, you wanna tell us why you think everybody should go to the Halloween party and two hundred dollars is totally <laughs> worth it. We would love to hear that. Really any anything anything and everything. We we started this what two Two months ago, two, months two, ago. two and a half months ago, mm-hmm. and just to see how it's grown already has been really exciting. And yeah, just hope it, and we want to continue. We yeah, well, I want to keep it going. Want to? I'm loving all the interactions I'm seeing on Facebook and Instagram, and just fills my my Disney love meter mm-hmm. when I can't be there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nice nice to feel the, the community. Y'all are killing it, too, out there, too. These little small business people, uh, other podcasters, travel agents. Just so cool to see y'all's pages, too, as well, and the work that you've been putting out there. And so Yeah, we, we've, had, we've had some inquiries about doing episodes, doing yeah. collaborations and yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're, we're up for it. We love to talk to fellow Disney fanatics. Yeah, we only have the experiences that we've had to talk about. Right. So if you've got a different experience, you've traveled to the international parks. Ooh, that would be fun. That would be cool. If yeah. you, I would love to talk to somebody who was there in 1971 and saw. Oh, that would, be, open that would be really And how it's cool. changed through the years. I would also really love to talk to somebody who has used the disability access service system. Oh, if right. If you or someone you travel with has a disability or neurodivergence right. or something where you've yeah. experienced Disney's accommodations firsthand, yeah. I would be really curious Pros to hear about that. that. Yeah. How that how that all works. How it works. And, uh, yes. I know it has changed over the yeah. years. Um, what improvements could be there? Because I'm sure there are some improvements mm-hmm. with that system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Some, right. Somebody we talked about international parks. If you are somebody who lives outside of the U.S. and you travel here to go to, to Disney World or Disneyland, what? What? I'd be curious to hear about that. Right. So all yeah. that just to say, if you are somebody who is not a white mom of young kids <laughs> who lives <laughs> in the southern U.S., then your experience is probably very different than ours and, and what we've done and how we've traveled. So we would love to talk to you. I think we'll wrap it up here and just say thank you again. Yeah, thanks. And we hope to see you again next week. All right. Bye-bye.